So today we have our first returning guest. Uh, today we are talking with author Greg Biba. He has written another book. You may have remembered last time we were talking about his book, uh, 900 Miles to Plentywood. And now we are talking about his third book in the adventure series, which is connected with a strand like mystery. This new book is called Death Wish at Machu Picchu. Yep. So please welcome author Greg Biba to Podpaca. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Hey, Greg. How are you? Good, Tim. How are you guys doing? Good. Is is it true that this is the last book of the adventure series that is connected with a strand like mystery? Yeah, yes, it is. Strand like mystery, then hunt for the black coral, and then uh, Death Wish of Machu Picchu. Yeah, it's the third book. Now I'm more now I'm kind of concentrating on uh uh, family history books like Nine Hundred Miles of Plenty Wood, and then there's another one I'm working on that uh, where my mom's like 11th generation great grandmother was accused of being a witch in Germany in 1597. So I'm working with relatives on that right now. And you've had uh, two books come out here in a pretty short amount of time, in about half a six month span. Uh, so I'm assuming that uh, your new book, The Towers. Uh, that'll be a little bit still. Yeah, that'll be into next year for sure, at least. I may even want to take a trip over to Germany and check it out for myself. Oh, wow. You're looking forward to that, I bet. Very much so. Just like I want to get out to Plano, Montana, to see see what, you know, my family's history there, too. Yeah, speaking of Plentywood, Montana, on our last episode, Plentywood, Montana actually had a very positive uh, response to Podpaca. Uh, there's a good amount of resonance from Plentywood that saw uh, the episode and uh, I believe got your books because of it. So that was awesome to hear about. And if anyone from Plenty Woods watching, hello. Hello. I do want to focus on your new book here, Death Wish at Machu Picchu. Uh, what inspired you to have the last book in the adventure series at Machu Picchu? Well, you know, coincidentally, my son and daughter did their um, their uh, high school Rotary Club uh, internships, if you will, in South America. Exchange students. They they were in Peru and Paraguay, or Chile and Paraguay, Chile and Paraguay. And then uh, I started thinking of you know, in real life, there is supposed to be some lost Incan treasure in the hills of Peru, uh, just north of Chile. So I thought, oh, I, you know, and then I find out that Ian Johnson and his family. From Alpaca went there. Uh, so, so I kind of partnered with him a little bit on some of the specifics and it worked out really well. And so so you got inspiration from him because he went to Machu Picchu? That's correct, yeah. Do you plan to go sometime? Oh my gosh, something? yes, you got that right. I guess it's kind of unrest. There's a lot of unrest there right now, though, from what I understand. Riots and stuff like that. I'm not <laughs> sure exactly where, but uh, maybe not on the grounds, but near there. So I kind of had, I'll have to kind of wait and see. Where is Machu Picchu? It's in the northern part of Peru. And they say in real life, they're supposed to be tearing, they wanted some of the dignitaries and bigwigs want to tear down part of it to make for more uh, tourist areas, like for airports. So that would be awful. I'll quick read here, just a quick little summary of Death Wish of Machu Picchu. No spoilers, of course. Uh, Little did anyone realize, searching for treasure within the walls of Peru's famed Machu Picchu Sinidel would lead to 
or would lead the family to hike through dangers across the vast mountain. Owl finding treasure within the walls and making the even more treacherous trek while descending the mountain compared to the extortion brought on by organized crime. Machu Picchu Sinidel continues to be the main tourist attraction in Peru and one, and one of the modern seven wonders of the world. Incas inhabited the shrine beginning in the 15th century and continued to do so until the Spanish conquest of the empire. Venomous vipers, wild bears, mudslides, shaman guards, and a Peruvian mafia will test the resolve setting into motion Death Wish at Machu Picchu. Oh. And of course, this is Adventure 3, Hidden Treasure, Extortion, and Deadly Encounters. Sounds mm -hmm. like quite the, uh, as far as danger level, sounds like quite the step up from the other two adventures, huh? Oh yeah, it's definitely, def definitely, uh, that's why it's the end of it. I guess the end of the third adventure would be enough for the, for, at least for now. There are pictures and illustrations uh, in the book, uh, by, by the way, of Incas, uh, the uh, Machu Picchu's uh, uh, bears and, and llamas and so forth. And I want to do a little shout out for my illustrators and uh, book cover artist, Trisha Price, who's currently the high school uh, art teacher, did the cover art, and uh, Shirley Ellis from Chicago and Carissa Moran from the Kenosha area. I did the internal illustrations. I want to shout out to them. They did a great job. Oh, yeah, they did a fantastic job. They look incredible, like always. Mm -hmm. uh, your books, one of the things that really stands out to me about your books is the cover art and the illustrations inside. Mm -hmm. they, they they just really stand out. They look fantastic. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I look forward to working with them again in the future. Everyone, be sure to get Death Wish to Machu Picchu because it is available now. When this podcast is released, it is available now on Amazon or go into one of the local Wapaka area shops that include the bookseller, Northern Home, Office Outfitters, Little Fat Gretchens, the Wapaka River Gallery and Gifts, Vintage Plus, and Silver Mist Garden Center. They all have the Death Wish to Machu, at Machu Picchu book and, and also some of Greg Biba's other books, including Strand Lake Mystery, 900 Miles of Plentywood, and, and so on. The Hunt so, for the Black Coral, yeah. Yeah, and The Hunt for the Black Coral, yes. Yeah. And I do plan on the second book, The Hunt for the Black Coral, takes us into, uh, I, I think I may have talked about this in before, but... Uh, Another another bucket list trip to go to when we maybe maybe when my wife and I go to Florida in March to visit my brother and her best friend we're gonna try to go to uh, uh, the area just uh, east of uh, Florida in the Bermuda Triangle and see if we can kind of get get his feeling for what that might be like because basically the hunt for the black coral is is us being tricked to go down there to find rare black coral and treasure in the Bermuda Triangle so. Are you going to try to recreate all three adventures? Go yeah, eventually. And... I need you out there. I want to eventually try to create, create some sort of little movie, movie series, Joe, with your help. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I bet I bet you could pull that off here at some point. Yeah. What's, you know, you, this is your third book. Uh, do you have other ideas for other books then? Yeah, I do. Um, besides the one where, um, uh, I don't think I'm giving you any spoilers, but 
Um, uh, giving away any spoilers, but yeah, besides the one where my mom's like 11th generation great grandmother was accused of being a witch in Germany mm -hmm. in 1597, she ended up hanging herself in the witch's tower. Um, as we're, we're doing research, my brothers and I are kind of working through this. But another one might be um, the Civil War. Um, we had some relatives, distant relatives in the Civil War, where a brother fought brother, one went north, one went south. So I want to get some details on that. So that one might be another ancestry book to work on. Is being an author your main focus now? Because you are retired out of teaching. Uh, some people listening may have had you as a middle school band teacher, but is being an author now your main focus over anything else? Yeah, pretty much, Joe um, and Tim. Uh, pretty much, you know, writing now and and uh, besides shoving a little snow here and there and the depths depths of winter, but. Yeah, it's pretty much writing now. With it being winter, is writing the only thing you do? Or are there other things in the winter that you enjoy doing and give you inspiration for future books? Well, we want, want Mrs. Bieber retires this year at the end of the school year. She's, of course, the middle school counselor. She's going to retire after this year. Not sure if we told you that. but Oh, congratulations um, to Don Bieber for yeah. retiring. Um, we're going to be doing some traveling. To do some traveling, so maybe maybe we'll end up going to some of these places. Well, there you go. Uh, any places in mind that you're wanting to travel to? That's well, outside Florida. We've got a loop around the country. We've got family and friends around throughout travel that live around the state. You know, um, from the East Coast down to te Florida, Texas. Um, you know, Carolinas. Uh, uh, you know, and so forth. So you know, a whole bunch of different places like that. We're going to do some traveling. Well, congratulations once again. That, that's terrific to hear uh, for Dawn. Uh, how long has she been the guidance counselor? Well, probably a good 23 years or so, probably 23. And then, you know, you add six, seven years here and there, you know, or even longer than that, some other places. So she's probably been teaching 30 years at least, counseling. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, we really appreciate all of our teachers uh here on Podpaca. We really do. They do so much for not only in the classroom but outside of the classroom as well. Uh just not only great role models, but they do so much for the community. So thank you to all our teachers in our area. Thank you, Joe and Tim. Uh, we rely on you too, Joe, for everything you, you're doing. This episode is presented by Northern Kitchen. Northern Kitchen is a brand new store that is in Lucky Tree's family of stores on Main Street in downtown Opaca. This new kitchen store is on the corner in the last block on North Main Street. It looks fantastic in there. You have to see it to believe it. My mom, Michelle Drake, has been working really hard on this store. It looks great in there. There are lots of great kitchen gadgets that you cannot find anywhere else in the area. Make sure to shop at Northern Kitchen on Main Street in Wapaka. Did you just wake up one day and think, I want to write a book? Um, uh, where's, started, where's the inspiration come from? Is what I'm the first one, the Hunt for the, uh, uh, Hunt for the Black Coral started, uh, pardon me, Strat Lake Mystery started uh, based, basically based on what we know. Um, we have a cottage in Stratton Lake in town, not too far from here. And then uh, one day I was out cleaning the lakefront and then... Uh, I, I kind of was tired. It was hot, and I looked up the hill, and there's like there's our cottage. I'm thinking, I just thought to myself, 1928 cottage. 
what else was happening around here at that point? And uh, mm-hmm. one thing led to another, and and uh, uh, it's you know the gangsters and moonshine and so forth. And and you know if you read Stanley Mystery, you'll notice that there is some influence there, of course. Um, and then yeah. of course that led to uh, Hunt for the Black Coral, Australian Mystery, Hunt for the Black Coral. And then from there, you know, with my our scuba diving experience and Mrs. Beavis' scuba diving experience, you know, it kind of led to that. And then, of course, that led to the Death Wish of Machu Picchu. So basically, the inspiration can kind of sounds like I mean, I, it sounds like it can kind of hit you at any time. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's basically based on things we've experienced, and whether it's me or Mrs. Beavis or the family or the kids or whatever, yeah. And uh, I don't know how many people know this, but in the adventure series, which includes this new book, um, your the the main characters in the story are your own family. Can you talk a little more about that? Well, you know, I wanted to keep the family involved, and you know, with with Adam and Kaylee being in South America, the Death Fish of Machu Picchu, want to make sure they were you're part of the story. So yeah, so all of them are named after your family members, correct? Yes, that's all the correct. Characters and mm-hmm. uh, the story does open up with Adam Biba in this new book, uh, who is speaking on the phone with Juan Carlos, uh, who is a tour guide. And mm-hmm. uh, so Adam and his sister Kaylee, they met while they were foreign exchange students in South America. So Juan tells Adam that the Peru government plans to tear down then rebuild the Machu Picchu Citadel uh, so that it's more accessible to tourists like we were talking about previously and and this will give them a chance to find the lost Incan treasure yeah. uh, and so they persuade Greg and Don uh, the characters in the story named after uh, both yourself and your wife uh, and his sister to join the adventure so that's your family must be so happy to be involved in that way and how they've inspired you so much with the characters in the book. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I want to make sure that they're, you know, since they're such a part of my life, I want to make sure they're part of the book, you know? Oh, for sure. And also to hear something that we didn't mention last time is that uh, you are a part of the Wapaka Writers Club. Yeah. And that that is a huge resource to help you with editing because it's no matter how good you are as any kind of writer if it's an author or screenwriter it's always good to have someone else with a different set of eyes and a different life experiences look at your writing uh, to tell you what should be edited here and there absolutely joe you said 110 percent right there um we have recently uh, in our wire writers group we meet we meet two times a week uh, in, at the Lakes Church uh, across from Nafki Lumber in town. Um, uh-huh. And uh, two two new people, Chuck Brownlow uh, was one, um, and he's a retired dentist out of Wild Rose. He's an author now, too. And then there's another young lady, I can't think of her last name, but um, uh, she is a middle school or high school kid, and she just recently joined, too, so... Getting all sorts of different ages. Uh, and is it, is it a pretty large group? Is it only you three? Oh, I think six, eight, ten, roughly. Show up each time for about an hour. And I'll each read uh, like a page or short chapter out of our book. And we, you know, write, create, write, make copies of, 
of what we you know what we're eating and people can uh, write down on the copies what they think and yes or no and good or bad or whatever and it works out really well it's quite a large group i yeah. i wasn't expecting eight to ten people that's that's awesome mm-hmm. i also do want to ask involving the writing club uh how long did it take you to write the death wish at machu picchu oh boy that's a good question maybe a year or so roughly each of my books roughly a year i guess um i can't get you know tell you exactly but maybe a year year and a half at the most and i i imagine you go through quite a bit of drafts yourself (laughs) big time and mrs beba is like why we you know she's wondering why i'm keeping all the copies and everything so yeah i I try try to keep everything yeah oh it's important to keep all the drafts go back to it if something Mm -hmm. happens to work with something you think of later right yep i would imagine it's like creating a puzzle and then putting it together yeah we'll put mm -hmm. and each of your books are around the same length of a hundred pages correct yeah or less just a little bit less yeah now that you have more experience as an author with having uh four books released and also uh the uh instrument repair manual out as well are you going to try to write a longer book at all that's maybe 200 pages or is that a little too ambitious well i don't have any plans or you know it kind of just happens i guess you know and just kind of coincidentally happen these three these three or four books I wrote, uh, you know, in the adventure series, I wrote three and then one ancestry book so far. And it just kind of happens, you know, just if you get it, you don't want to be too wordy, I guess, and just get to the facts and the stories and works out pretty well. You don't want to be the next Herman Melville that takes like right. 18 chapters to describe a whale. Exactly. 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 <laughs> now, speaking of that, though, it reminded me, you know, uh, some of my favorite books i've read well one of my favorite authors has always been richard bach i don't know if you're familiar oh sure yeah yeah jonathan Livingston and seagull and illusions and mm-hmm. neither yeah. one of those books were terribly long and yeah. they ended up being bestsellers so yeah, you just yeah, yeah. never know what you're going to hit on you know yeah, richard bach is my, 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 mrs beeb is one of her favorites yeah especially your first book reminded me i guess you know in a way of jonathan Livingston and seagull a little bit Strand Lake so, Mystery? Yeah, what I mean by that, I mean, not that they were like a similar, they, they were, it was a similar read. Okay. A, a similar feel, I should say. Okay. Sure, the sure. books were completely different, but that's okay. kind of reminded me of right, that. Right, right, yeah. Good point. Are there any offers that have inspired your writing? Um, no, not really. I think just the, the Wapak Writers Group actually um, that's a big inspiration and you, of course, and your family encouraging me and my family encouraging me. And, um, I think that's it right now. 2022 just came to an end. Uh, are you a big reader? I'm assuming. Oh, I like to read. Yeah. I like to read, uh, you know, short books and magazines, newspapers, that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, favorites of the last year? Well, uh, currently I'm reading. I'm reading Chuck Brownlow's. He's in our group. Uh, he's he's read. He's he's in the second. He's his third book now. Uh, so I don't want to give any of that away. But yeah, I'm reading Chuck Brownlow's uh, book too. Is kind of an ancestry book on 
what's like to grow up in the country and what near the wild rose area. So he's kind of inspiring me too. This part will have spoilers to all of the adventure series books. So what inspired you to end the death wish at Machu Picchu like you did? Well, a part of it was that we may have discussed it at the last our last podcast, but uh, Mrs. Biba ended up escaping from Bahrain in the Middle East years ago before we came back to Wisconsin, before my dad passed away from cancer and so forth, before she had her son, Adam, our son, Adam, and uh, wanted to make sure that um, that was part of the deal where, um, you know, she does escape in the third book, The Death Wish of Machu Picchu, and uh, somewhat somewhat like she really did in real life. That, that's so cool that you brought that story in because that was one of the I thought that was one of the highlights that you mentioned from our last podcast mm-hmm. was that story. Cause I had no clue that even happened. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you brought that into the final book, that that's so cool. Yeah. Well, it really happened. So yeah. The best inspirations from real life. Oh yeah. De- definitely. Reality sets in. Is there anything that you would like to tell uh, your readers? Uh, after they have read the death wish at machu picchu please please enjoy it relax enjoy it and and if you enjoy it enough you know write write a nice little review on amazon for it but uh, also um you know check out the ancestry books 900 miles to plenty wood um there's a lot of intrigue in there and then the uh then the other one will be called probably they call it the towers uh, where my mom is like i think i mentioned the 11th generation uh, great-grandmother was accused of being a witch in Germany in 1597, so that'll be coming out in a year or two, probably. How much How, many, how much detail of that do you have already? Oh, we have a lot. My, uh, the <clears throat> Towers one? My brother actually did had went on a business trip years ago to Germany, and he had talked to my mom about where, where he was going, and from what I understand, she had said, you know, we have relatives that were there and so forth and years ago, and so he checked it in, checked into it a little bit, Tim, and and found out that yeah, we were we were had relatives who were accused of being a witch, and so he, he's doing research and he's staying. He got got a little tour, private tour from an individual. I don't know if it was a priest or someone like that of the uh, towers. And so why, has, did she, why did she get accused of being a witch? Was she a healer or something? And do you have any idea? Back then, even the Salem witch trials, you could be accused of any. If a neighbor didn't like you, if your husband didn't like you, you could be accused of being a witch and there's nothing you could do about you. Innocent to proving guilty was not the case back then. Yeah. You were guilty and then innocent. Sounds delightful. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know how it goes. And and if I do end up going on a trip over to Germany with my wife or her brother, I will let you know. Because, you know, it seems like a lot of your stuff is 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 uh, partial fiction, uh, you know, fact and fiction mixed together. Right. Have yeah. you ever thought, I mean, you, you mean the type of books you, you, you're writing and so forth, have you ever thought about changing course in a big way and maybe writing like a horror, horror book or something of that nature? Not really, not off the top of my head. I mean, if you have an inspiration, <laughs> inspirational ideas, let me know, Tim. Well, you got one right there, the witch. That's a good. That's a springboard. There you go. There you go. Yeah, she could come. Come. She could come back and and uh, 
and have her vengeance or something. She was not a witch after all, I guess, from what I understand, but... I doubt many of the witches were witches. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. They're accused, but not... It, it, there was a lot of bribery that went on, and and you you definitely had to get your way, work your way out of it once you're being accused. If you had a bad eye, if you had a bad leg, or if you just weren't kind of normal, you were accused of being a witch. Then you could do man, men and women. Hmm. How do you feel about the adventure series ending? Is it bittersweet? Are you very happy to move on? I am very happy to move on, I guess. It's kind of bittersweet, but, you know, in a way, I'm happy to move on to concentrate on some other some other ideas and maybe kind of get, get some, some travel plans in the works. And as I said, I want to travel to some of these locations and kind of check it out, yeah. But I am anxious to, for, for people to still buy them, of course locally and, and across the country, if, if not the world, it'd be great. Oh, definitely. And uh, are you going to have your uh, new book at Plentywood as well? Death Wish at Machu Picchu? I'm going to call them actually when it, when it arrives in a day or so. I'm going to call there and, and I think it will be, I hope, I hope they will accept it. Oh, I bet, I bet they will. If the Plentywood book did well, they, they'd probably want more of your books. hope so. Good question, Joe. I'll have to mention that. Are there any shops that are outside of Wapaka and of Plenty Wood, like we talked about, that your books are available in? Um, I know there's one over in by, uh, Scandi, Scandinavia, Iola. It's called Scandi Hoos Coffee Shop. They they uh, kind of uh, they they want uh, they wanted the Strand Lake Mystery book, the first one. So it's being sold over there. A couple, a couple, you know, a couple sales here and there. It's really good. Have you looked into maybe getting your books available in Appleton or Point? Um, I'm going to be looking at that. It's a good point, uh, Joe. I'm going to be definitely looking at that now since the adventure series is done. Well, I'm just wondering if this is something that uh, Barnes and Noble would want in the Appleton location since it is local. Or, yeah, I'm, talk, I'm talking to them about there's certain sp- deals where, you know, it costs a lot of money to, to change your ISBN numbers and so forth. And and uh, talking to my, my book agent about that, Cameron Potts, about maybe making sure that, it, like, the, the, you know, some of these book, major book retailers can maybe hang on to them. Yeah, sell them. Well, and then all the local places as well. I imagine there's quite a few coffee shops and bookstores and point in appleton the, in right. green bay uh that you could in wausau like right yeah, i'll be going there too yeah good points if anybody that watches this has any ideas please don't don't feel like you please, please call me let me know <laughs> i really appreciate you guys letting me come over for a talk and and everything you anything else you need me to do I, i'll be happy to do it joe I want to make sure that we get, again, a plug for my illustrators, uh, Chris Moran, Shirley Ellis, and Trisha Price did the cover art. They're just fabulous. I, they really did a good job. And I think Tim asked if they'd, they'd worked on the other other projects. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, yeah, they, they did a great job. And I, I feel like people are going to really enjoy your new book, Greg. Uh, I bet there's people that are very excited to uh, see how this adventure series ends. Uh, I know Death Wish at Machu Picchu has been longly uh, awaited for. Uh, 
And uh, I know people have been asking, oh, wh- where's the third book? When's it coming? So mm-hmm. it's here. We appreciate it very, very much, you guys. Very much. Thanks for having me.